0: yoda's a dick <laughs> which i realized because we were well, talking before the call that you haven't seen episode two or three so you do have no context for why baby yoda is a dick but he's a dick i mean he's a baby I so mean, it's not entirely his fault but also the spoilers for episode two although if you've been following anything about mandalorian you've probably seen i've i've been seeing articles popping up like baby yoda is canceled because uh he um, so so in the episode, there's this frog woman that Mando he he's trying to find more Mandalorians so they can tell him where to find Jedi to bring baby Yoda to, and um, mm-hmm. so he there's this frog woman who you know says that this, she can lead him to Mandalorians, but he needs to escort her to another planet where, uh, she's got these eggs that it's, like, you know, like, the only eggs she's ever gonna have, and, you know, it's, like, going to be her children. And, um, she needs to bring them to this planet that's, like, the right temperature and stuff. And, um, so on the trip there, baby Yoda sees this, like, capsule full of eggs and he starts eating them. Um, and then he gets scolded and then he does it again (laughs) and then he ends up then they end up like uh, they they run into some like new republic like x-wings and um he ends up like running from the police basically and crashes on this ice planet and then there's these spiders and then baby yoda eats the spiders and then also still eats more eggs um but yeah baby yoda is just he's a glutton he's like kirby you know
1: but he he's becoming like the, the cat from captain marvel
0: yeah yeah no he's just eating everything even if it's you know some yeah. poor woman's children and he yeah, feels no well, remorse that,
1: is, that that's kind of a weird choice That <laughs> doesn't even let them do that honestly
0: yeah well yeah and they like it it was, it's framed like everybody's supposed to laugh at the frog woman because it's like, ah-ha-ha, oh, ha, it's, it's a frog woman. It's so silly, but... I mean, this this is a series with so many different aliens. Like, like they're all people. You know, they don't come off yeah, as like like they, less human because they're not human.
1: Yeah, like, they, they humanized the frickin' Tusken Raiders. <laughs> I mean, it, then they're gonna make fun of... uh a frog woman alien getting her uh, eggs eaten. Like
0: yeah. that's Yeah. 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 And <laughs> like, like the, the frog weird. woman, like she only speaks in croaks, so it's like you know she tries to explain things, and Mando can't understand her. And at one point, she ends up like using the there's that droid from that. I think it's the one from the episode where um like they were all on that like prison ship thing. Um like there was a droid that um mando ends up killing and so he's got it still on his ship so she like hooks up to its like voice translator and you know tells him you know it's like we need to get off this ice planet my babies are gonna die and um yeah yeah no i I, there was a lot of backlash to episode two because of you know baby yoda being a douchebag and stuff um
1: and episode yeah. three came I mean, out. He's like this six,
0: Friday, yesterday, and it, it was good.
1: No. Uh, no eating of the babies.
0: No, I mean, like they end up. So they find more Mandalorians. It's you know Bo Katan from uh, Clone Wars shows up, uh-huh. um, but then well Mando has to go do like a mission with her. He drops off baby Yoda with the frog woman and her husband now that, you know, they're reunited on the planet they were trying to get to. And so Yoda's there to, like, watch the babies being born and, you know, like, the whole time you're wondering, like, is he going to eat them in front of the parents? But he doesn't. He he manages (laughs) not to murder their children in front of them. Oh my god. But, yeah. I mean, I did, you know, like, between them bringing in other mandalorians you know that was cool and also they finally like set the record straight on the whole helmet thing that because like Bo-Katan and her group they take their helmets off and mando's like oh you're not mandalorians where'd you get that armor and she's like no i'm from the planet mandalore um and it's like oh yeah so it turns out dean jaren and his whole you know you have to wear your helmet thing is because he's he was adopted by death watch which, in this show, they just called The Watch. Um, but, yeah, Death Watch is, like, a... I think they described them as, like, a fanatical cult. Is what they've turned into over the years. That they're, like, trying to bring back the old ways and the old Mandalore from, like, old Republic times. So, they're the ones who were, like, you have to wear your helmet. You can't take your helmet off around anyone. But the people okay, like bo and the Clone Wars Mandalorians explains. took their helmets off all the time and nobody cared.
1: that also explains the whole guns are my religion thing (laughs) yeah because i mean that that's a little extreme
0: yeah yeah i mean like like there was that one shot in season one when they show him being rescued where um you can see like the death watch mark on the rescuers like pauldrons, and so i wondered if that was you know going to mean something in the jury and now now we know that's that's what it means that you, you know they're fanatics Um, although the whole no helmets thing must have been like a rule that they added after Clone Wars because the guy in charge of them during Clone Wars when they like teamed up with Darth Maul and stuff pre-Vizsla he was taking his helmet off all the time but I mean it's it's Star Wars there's any number of ways they can consistent on details yeah
1: and the There's any number of ways you can write around that, too. Like, I... Yeah, like, it's not... It's not something that I would get upset about, even if I would find it weird, which I probably did when I watched the first Yeah, I mean, I'm
0: just glad that, you know, them setting the record straight means we can get all these, like, dumbass arguments that I've been hearing on... You know, because I watch, you know, videos and stuff talking about The Mandalorian, and it's just... You know when people start up with like, "Oh, Django, he can't be a real Mandalorian." Look, he took his helmet off. They say Mandalorians never take their helmets off. It's like, okay, go watch the rest of that cartoon that you pulled the quote from about Django not being a Mandalorian, and you'll see Mandalorians not wearing helmets. It's like there's there's more going on than yeah. you know wearing a helmet or not.
1: Yeah, like the the prequels and Clone Wars, like both kind of refute yeah. that so.
0: yeah i mean and probably by the end of the season they will decide one way or the other if Django in this new canon was adopted as a foundling like uh, the main character of the show or if they're just going to throw that story out and say no they weren't lying he was actually just a bounty hunter who found some armor I'm thinking it'll probably be the former because it you know, legitimizes Django and Boba more, and then they can sell their Django and Boba merchandise without, you know making them seem lame.
1: Yeah, it that that would be a weird thing to change, um after twenty years. Yeah, like
0: the face of Mandalorians was Um, not even a Mandalorian to begin.
1: Yeah yeah cuz like I, I get i get the whole like not removing your helmet thing because the whole thing about mandalorians in the first place came from boba fett just looking cool and not saying a word in yeah. the original trilogy um even though he didn't actually do anything he kind of just picked picked up hans frozen corpse and then fell into yeah the
0: yeah the writers of like the books and expanded universe stuff like extrapolated an entire, like culture from, yeah, you know, the few shots of Boba Fett in the original movies. Yeah, and then the Jango Fett thing happened, yeah, and like it the, turned out he was one a clone. Thing had this whole to time. Go
1: on. Yeah, which uh, I don't know how. Oh, well, they, they actually explain that in the movies. Never mind. I was going to say, I don't know how the timeline on that works out because clones age faster, but they... They said that Bobo said was an that, unaltered clone, um,
0: so he would age normally. So he's right. he's like 10 in right, Attack of the Clones while all the, the clone soldiers are like 20s.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he picks up his
0: dad's severed yep. head. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Picked up the helmet, shook the head out, and he's like, This is mine now. I'm going to strap some bombs in it and make Mace window blow <laughs> up, and then I'm going to get another one and put an identical dent in it. Because, yeah, it, it, it's weird. So, it, I, I know I've mentioned it before, but in Attack of the Clones, Django has a pristine helmet, and then he gets trampled by that rhino thing, which I know is called a reek, but the rhino thing tramples him in the arena and it puts a dent in his helmet and if you look at Boba Fett's helmet he has a very noticeable dent in the same spot so it kind of indicates like this is the same helmet and he just repainted it but then in Clone Wars they had a thing where he takes his father's helmet and straps a bomb in it and tries to blow up Mace Windu and the helmet blows up so I guess he just obsessively puts a dent in the same spot of every helmet he owns
1: yeah, that that, go, that goes from, like, a, a cool Easter egg kind of thing to um, that's kind of a weird thing he Yeah, does. I think
0: Clone Wars just fucked up because they thought, like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if Mace Windu sees this Django helmet sitting on, like, a seat and he goes to pick it up and, oh, no, it's a bomb. Uh, and they forgot that, you know, there was that whole Easter egg that implies it's the same helmet.
1: Yeah, I mean... Star Wars is huge and unwieldy and nobody will ever get everything right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um but but, but that's I mean, probably all the Star that's, Wars that's we have for this week cuz it's going to be Spider-Man week this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of Spider-Man. Spider-Man's. I meant to watch Venom
0: but then I got tired and didn't
1: I didn't mean to watch Venom. <laughs> it i mean i mean I, i've said this like 3 or 4 times i don't hate it but i don't think i need to watch it again it was fun but
0: not like rewatch uh once a year fun mm. you know and i didn't take any notes on spider verse cuz i didn't need to
1: i've seen it enough times i can remember every scene probably so mm. um I like the part where there's Spider-Man's on screen.
0: Mm, Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Except Except for like the scenes where Kingpin's talking to Doc Ock and stuff.
1: Yeah. Liv. Should should we start from Raimi and work our way up to Spider-Verse? Or should we just Um, get Spider-Verse out the way since we've already talked about it
0: like eight times? yeah, I mean, if if it comes up again at the end, it'll come up again. But, you know, yeah, we'll we'll just start with the Rainy. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's um, see. What did I have for notes? Uh, yeah. yeah, I've got... I do have a fair amount of notes. A, a lot of them... There's a a bunch of, When we get to Amazing Spider-Man 2, there's a bunch of things that's just, like, long sentence followed by two question marks. For, like, what the fuck were they thinking with this? <laughs> Um, yeah,
1: like I, like, but I, I'm not gonna get into it too far. But I, I actually liked Amazing Spider-Man too more than I thought I would. Probably, probably because my expectations were dirt low. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's a lot that just doesn't make sense. Um, but we'll, we'll get to yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Okay. So the Raimi thing. Let's see. My first note um, is the opening crawls are cool that yeah it was nice going back to you know the 2000s when they like actually had like an opening credit sequence and i mean i know x-men did it first but the whole like weaving around a bunch of stuff i mean i guess superman the motion picture did it first but still the whole idea of you know like traveling through the credits
1: yeah like especially with like the the fucking danny elfman um music which yeah is fucking fantastic like i i forgot how much i really love um the music in the Raimi trilogy even even the third one which was kind of different
0: well yeah yeah because the third one i i noticed when i was watching this time i i probably knew it and forgot but uh it was a different composer i think it was like christopher young took danny elfman's themes and then added to it for that movie
1: yeah, it they I I noticed in the opening credits it was like music by Danny Elfman and then they had um composer uh what well, the guy's name yeah, just yeah said, the, the, the uh, Christopher guy.
0: Young I think was the name. Hmm. Oh.
1: Yeah. So they they did they did credit both of them um but it it, it was noticeably different um watching them all back to back that the mm. music was different. It was like a lot more like percussion based and i don't know like D- danny elfman is very like he's got a type and he pretty much just falls into that mm. every time and it's i mean it's like amazing every time but um
0: yeah i mean i think i actually I, you, I might have liked to, the music you, in three a little bit better than like one and two are both really good but then three i think just I don't know, like it hits emotions better, I think. in some it way. it 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 works
1: a lot with what's going on on screen. Uh, like but by itself, uh I like I like the first two better. Mm. Yeah, but I I think 3 actually works uh a lot with what's going on. Mm. I mean, also 3 3 goes so fast that um there's not really any space to, like, build on, on music. Like, you kind of just have to feel it. Mm. And that's kind of what the, the music does. Like, it, it's kind of just there to be felt for that one scene and then move on.
0: Yeah. But, like, the I music, like, told the almost the entire, you know, birth of Sandman scene. It's like the music. Yeah. You know, there's no dialogue. It's just the music.
1: Yeah, Sandman does not belong in that movie. Mm. At all. Like, it, it's
0: it's just so ridiculous. Um, but he killed his uncle. Um, In that, like... Kinda. You know, scene that... that that You only saw the aftermath, you didn't see that he was the real shooter.
1: Yeah. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But...
0: Mm. Although, I'll say for, like, the opening that, I mean, credit I mean, sequence is... Like, I think... Spider-Man Two had the best one because it has all those like Alex Ross paintings. Um, So three tried to do that, but they used clips, and it just looks cheesy in comparison to, you know, like all the yeah.
1: Didn't they like start with um, like paintings or drawings, and then they moved into the actual characters, which felt kind of weird?
0: Maybe I think it was just. or maybe I'm, i think it's just two had the paintings of like scenes from one and then three had just like straight video clips from uh one and two but kind of that, grayed that might out be it. Um, maybe
1: yeah but i i i think you're right i'm just kind of squishing them all together at this point probably hmm. um Like I, I, sp- uh, I don't even know where to begin, honestly. Um, um Spider-Man. like Spider Spider Man One. Um, um, my
0: second note is adult teenagers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all in they're high like <laughs> school and they're really old.
1: <laughs> they're all in high school, but they're all thirty eight.
0: Mm. Yep, Joe the Manganiello movie. bullying uh, Peter.
1: Yeah, God, I don't even know what to say, to be honest, because like it, I. Mm. Um,
0: third note. Uh, holy yeah, shit! How know. many pins slash badges does that general have? <laughs> Which is a picture I sent you. If you watch, <laughs> this the general who goes to Oscorp to get the contract thing. Has a ridiculous number of badges. Just, like, he looks like a cartoon with how many, like, military award badges and stuff he has just all over his chest.
1: Yeah. He, he looks like, um, one of the panels on, like, a a 1960s sci-fi
0: movie. (laughs) Um yeah it's like He you know, killed a bunch of other military yeah, guys like On the do, way in And took all their badges And he's just wearing all of them
1: <laughs> Like do Do generals actually wear Like every single badge They uh, They've ever gotten um, When they go out to they visit, Make a, like contract a with contractor
0: Scientists You know they really gotta Impress yeah. the scientists
1: Yeah <laughs> You gotta put these guys In their place yeah. But but I mean, he also obviously does have a vendetta against um, Norman Osborn for some reason. Mm. Even though, I mean, he's basically just like, I don't like this guy. I'm going to ruin him for some reason. Mm. Maybe, maybe that's why he he just wore all he wore all those uh, military awards just to to dunk on him basically.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess. Okay, some the other notes I have are a little quicker. Um, let's see. Uh, spider powers improve eyesight is something I never really thought about. You know, it's like, like, they explain, you know, spider strength is like proportionate strength of a spider. Um, and of course, you know, there's the agility and the climbing and stuff. But also, he needs to wear glasses except when his spider powers are active and then his eyes are fine so I guess spider eyesight is a thing is part of like everything a spider Um, can I
1: I mean they've got eight eyes I don't think any of them are like individually good but uh, yeah
0: it's just I mean it's like yeah it's, it's you know part of like the fantasy of like nerd you know being less of a nerd because he's got powers and so he's cool So, he doesn't have to wear the glasses anymore, but how that comes out of having spider powers, you know, making you not need glasses anymore, I'm not sure how that works.
1: So, I have another question. Um, When he loses his powers in Spider-Man 2, does he lose his abs?
0: (laughs) They never show us. Yeah, because that was another thing. Yeah, like all of his fat just fell off and he has abs all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. He like he. He goes to sleep like a nerdy high schooler, and he wakes up as like a bodybuilder. Yeah. So like where, in Spider-Man Two does like yeah because he needed the glasses the again. So that I that guess point?
0: yeah, all of that like tight skin must have just loosened, and just you know <laughs>
1: Uh <laughs> He turned. He gained a skin yeah. suit basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like his skin was being held there with like little pins, and the pins all popped out, and then it just flopped down.
1: <laughs> he's that Homer Simpson meme, <laughs> where he he's got like all all his excess like fat and skin like clipped up behind mm. him.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you don't know it, do you? No. Ah, oh, I will Google it. Okay. Um, well, I talk, talk about, about um, bonesaw.
0: Oh. Uh like a, yeah, a it was Randy Savage. It was fun. I was going to talk about how um Spider-Man says Shazam. So I guess Shazam and Superman both exist in the <laughs> Spider-Man universe. Which if yeah. this crosses over with the MCU in uh Spider-Man Home for Christmas or whatever, the third one's going to be called. Um then um then I mean that Shazam and Superman exist in the MCU
1: as comics.
0: Yeah, I'm assuming. But still, the 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 concepts and the characters exist. You know, like the yeah, they compare Spider-Man to Superman, and I mean Shazam. He says it more of just like an exclamation, but yeah. I mean he. Oh yeah, I think I have seen that uh, that picture or bit or something before.
1: Yeah, he, he it. That's basically what Peter's body does. It all just, uh, like falls apart whenever he loses his spider powers. Yeah. Um. Well, where were we? I completely. I <laughs> completely lost it. Um,
0: I, I was talking about the Shazam and Superman thing. Um, oh, yeah. And then my next note is about the dumb fuck kid who just stands there while a giant thing is gonna fall on his head. Which seems to be a thing in, like, most if not all of these movies, that there's some stupid-ass kid who's about to get killed by something, and Spider-Man has to save him from his own stupidity. Yeah. It was like a major plot point in Amazing Spider-Man 2, that there's a kid getting bullied, and then he rescues him, (laughs) and then he puts on a costume at the end, and he's like, I'm gonna go stand up to the rhino, you know, and they do like a whole Tiananmen Square thing of like this little kid standing there, and this big rhino that was like machine-gunning police cars a minute ago.
1: Yeah. yeah also I mean we're not there yet but like yeah. people are just standing like eight feet behind a barricade behind cop cars <laughs> that are getting shot at Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah directly like a at the machine line gun of fire.
0: yeah uh. and like what was Oscorp even trying to do having like a guy in a rhino suit go rampage around town like how is this <laughs> profitable for your company <laughs> like like very
1: specifically a rhino suit too it even has the, yeah. the horn yeah it Yeah. yeah. well fours. yeah because
0: it was from their underground lab with all the animal themed cybernetics like the vulture <laughs> wings <laughs> and the tentacles
1: oh god Uh, oh, spider uh okay um which. Uh, Bonesaw is great. Um, he's mm-hmm. already in the movie for like a minute, but. Yeah. I love Randy Savage.
0: Oh, uh, actually, that reminds that um, I also, had a note, Bruce but I Candles, forgot uh, what it was about. It says Peter Parker, homophobe. And it was him uh, asking if uh, Bonesaw's husband made his clothes. Oh. Um, in yeah. a mocking way.
1: I mean, he might have.
0: Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's a. Like, Come on, Peter. You know if if his what husband if, made his clothes, that's fine. What if Randy's What if Bonesaw was
1: married to Bruce Campbell? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, he in- insulted the ring announcer and Bonesaw <laughs> at the same time
1: by being a homophobe <laughs> to both of them. The, the, that's that's why the guy who owned who owned the place didn't pay him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm not he, paying he you because you're an asshole. He Peter. was in, Yeah, yeah. Like you were insensitive to my employees. I'm not gonna pay you shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then he got all uppity about it And let the thief run away And then his uncle got killed By <laughs> Sandman <laughs> He didn't know it was Sandman He thought it was this other guy
2: <laughs> but,
1: uh, the, the real responsibility Was not being homophobic <laughs>
0: Although yeah, because if, if Sandman was the real killer and it wasn't the car thief who got away, then the, does that mean Peter wasn't didn't have like that direct, you know, irresponsible moment yeah. led to his uncle's death? Actually, it was someone else, so it wasn't even his fault, uh, kind of.
1: I mean, he still wouldn't have died if he didn't let the guy go. I don't know. I'm just he, suddenly realizing how much they, that undermines they, that, um yeah it 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 really does but also also like they they show in the flashback that the the reason um Sandman shot him was because the the guy with the money like pushed him in the back while he was holding the gun
0: yeah okay so yeah
1: i mean it it's a lot weaker um mm. It, it it still does make the moment a lot weaker, but it still technically holds up. I guess was the idea.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um. Okay. The only other note I have but on also, Spider-Man one no is that, that it's technically, technically a Thanksgiving movie, in the way that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Because like, Die Hard. Act- well. Hmm. I mean, Die Hard is a an action movie that happens at Christmas and Spider-Man 1 they have a Thanksgiving dinner scene so it it's a Thanksgiving movie I like that scene it's
1: like i i feel like the um i feel like the the car scene in Spider-Man Homecoming was like hey let, let's do that scene from Spider-Man 1 except better
2: mm.
0: yeah
1: cuz like in in both of them they they're going back and forth um like yeah trying to to hide the fact that they're both uh, superhero slash villain. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like like, there's the subtext of them figuring out, you know, like the villain figuring out who the hero is based on things he's like saying and not saying. Yeah.
1: And like, I... I, I i feel like the one in homecoming was like let's take that scene and make it like three three times longer um, yeah and yeah. Have it go back and forth instead of instead of just oh he's spider-man
0: yeah 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 and they you know like they did some you know interesting visual things with it too of like because they're in traffic you know it's like vulture is sitting there at the stoplight and when it clicks the light turns green and also, he's the vulture, so he, yeah, he wears a green suit. So it's like emphasizing him as the vulture, but also it's like, oh, I know what's going on now. Yeah,
1: that that's like the best scene in in the MCU Spider-Man movies, and it's not even close. Mm. By the way, like I don't I don't know if we were going to talk about them since we already talked about them. But
0: mm, yeah, um, I didn't watch them again. I mean, I just, I still, yeah. It from a scene construction standpoint, it probably is the best scene. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any good Mysterio scenes I can throw back. Is like, well, I guess there was the one where he walks Spider-Man into a train. Like that was cool.
1: Yeah, like that. That was a good use of the Mysterio powers
0: yeah like they did the whole mysterio but, comic booky, like throwing you through a bunch of hologram hallucination things and then like <clears throat> slam right into reality with it
1: yeah i it that's cool but that's more of i don't know, that's more of like a, a concept um an execution type thing whereas mm. I think the the car scene is more of like a character. Yeah. Uh. And that that makes it better for me mm. personally. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, yeah. Also, the green the green goblin is fucking weird <laughs> in Spider-Man one. Yeah. Like he he
0: he go
1: he goes back and forth between being like really goofy and and like a legit super villain I don't know
2: mm.
1: like I I don't even remember what his motivation was behind Hurt Peter
0: mm. yeah nah. yeah cause it's like he develops you know a like, uh, like cartoonishly over the top split personality of like Yeah. a destructive side, and then his, like, nervous, overwhelmed Norman side that is just doing whatever the Goblin says to do.
1: Yeah. And, like, almost every other villain in... Yeah. Um, in the Raimi movies and, um, um, the Amazing movies has, like, voices in their head, too. I... I I never realized that until, uh... Watching them all in the, over the course of two weeks. Mm. Because, um, Doc Ock has the, the claws talking to him. Um, Venom in three probably should have had, um, that, but didn't.
0: Uh, ve- yeah, Venom wasn't fine. on screen long enough. And Sandman didn't have the yeah, sand like talking to him.
1: The, the symbiote wasn't its own character like it usually is. Mm. Um, or like venom as a whole, at least. Um, yeah, yeah, then, the symbiote then amazing, was just like powers. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was just the, the suit give me powers make me mad. Yeah. It's basically the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> um But like and then the the lizard, um and Amazing Spider Man also had the alter ego kind kind of mm. thing. Um, where he was talking to himself.
0: Though no, that's, I mean, in most uh, versions, that's how the lizard it, is. That the lizard is supposed to be like a tragic, yeah. you know, Jekyll and Hyde thing. Like Doc Ock usually doesn't have, you know, the tentacles are like manipulating him. Usually, he's you know the evil mastermind, and he made them, and they're just machines. Yeah.
1: And and then. And then we get to Amazing Two, and Electro has voices in his head telling him that um, everyone's just trying to hurt him. Yeah. But now, it's, now it's musical, which yeah. was cool, but kind of. I mean, it's still the same thing. Yeah, we've seen like four times.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I guess part of because the you know the Spider-Man movies all have a thing of like the villain being at least somewhat sympathetic usually i mean green goblin is probably the least sympathetic of them but usually they've got like yeah it's not entirely their fault that they went bad you know there's like something pushed them to it or something is like pushing them or they're just not mentally well yeah except for
1: except for maybe venom Mm. I Um, mean, Venom, you know, like. like, Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock, like, he was
0: kind of a dick, but, you know, he was still. You know, like, Peter was even more of a dick in that movie. And he just. He got fucked over and he got mad about it. But but the.
1: Okay, Peter was a dick. um, Peter was a dick to Eddie Brock, but he pointed out that Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock plagiarized Hmm. in a. In like a a citywide newspaper. Uh, yeah, like he which, faked a photo I after mean,
0: taking a real photo of Black Spider-Man, which Spidey smashed his camera so he couldn't show that photo. So then he had to fake a photo <laughs> to true. to get you know his shot that he wanted. And then and then now that was I, it's one of my notes on Spider-Man Three that after getting Eddie fired for faking a photo of Black Suit Spider-Man and forcing Jonah to print a retraction to say, like, no, this whole story about, you know, like, Spider-Man's finally showing his true colors, you know, that wasn't true. The photo was fake. Immediately after that, Peter starts giving Jonah photos of Black Suit Spider-Man. So it's like, you make him print a retraction about it and then let him just do the story again with your photos. Peter.
1: Well, I... I I think, um... Eddie's had him actually, like, committing a crime, though.
0: Oh, didn't I
1: mean... Whereas Peter... Like, I knew it was, like... Peter presumably didn't.
0: Okay, yeah, I I don't remember if he was, like, holding a cartoonish bag of money in his hand, or if... Because it was just... I knew it was, like, the same pose as a red I think he might have been. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah.
1: I I actually think he was, like, holding... (laughs) Like, holding a, a bag of money, or... Okay. Like... F- fleeing a fleeing a crime scene or something.
0: Okay, yeah, I guess that that makes more sense now. Yeah.
1: I, I think I that was at least the idea. I'm pretty mm. sure. Um, okay, but yeah, like even if even if Spider Man uh, smashed his uh, camera, like I mean, he still plagiarized a photo and edited it and everything, like. Yeah. Also, he's just a dick in general. Yeah,
0: yeah. I guess Eddie had like the least like mental health problems driving him to do bad stuff, yeah. compared to like most of the others. Yeah. Like like they're doing evil things, but it's like there's something in their head that they need help with. Yeah, like
1: Eddie just legitimately wanted to be evil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Eddie, um, he
0: wanted to be like a successful journalist, and when that didn't happen, he just became a dick bent on revenge asking yeah. god to murder peter for him
1: he's such a dumbass yeah. that, that that was the one that seventy show um joke um hmm. <laughs> uh,
2: okay
1: was there anything else on spider-man one because it, it was kind of it's kind of just like basic um superhero movie isn't it yeah
0: no i didn't have any other notes on it i I know I there was some thought that I'd had about the whole Green Goblin death thing that I think I would either talked to you or talked on the chat box about or something, but I didn't write it down, so I forgot what it was. Um,
1: we can find. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's th- not. I was scrolling up in our Discord chat. I, I, I scrolled up in the Discord chat, and I, I just keep saying the um the The meme
0: videos that we were sharing, mm, yeah, of like Mr. Dinkovich <laughs> so, is the real one who killed uh, Uncle Ben <laughs> because of rent yeah. went to be paid rent. <laughs> yeah,
1: His free country not rent free country?
0: Rent free country. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 has the least <laughs> notes of all of these, I guess because it's the best one and I write notes about bad things. Yeah. Well, I think Spider-Man 2 is the best one mm. because it is. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, because my notes on Spider-Man 2, I, um, he flipped the fuck out of those pizzas. You know, if we're going off the video game rules, yeah. those pizzas flipped over so many times.
1: Yeah. He uh he he definitely mm. failed that mission and he has to go and earn hero points yeah. some other way.
0: Um Doctor Strange,
1: Bruce Campbell the voice of God is going to mm. give him shit.
0: It's it's funny that you know Doctor Strange is going to be crossing over with Spider-Man. I mean, I guess he already did in Infinity War, but he's going to be in the next spider-man and now there's rumors that toby Maguire is going to show up at, for at least a cameo in multiverse of madness um but it's funny because in this sam raimi spider-man okay. movie when they're suggesting names for dr octopus they say dr strange it's good but it's taken so dr strange exists in this universe before you yeah know, decades before dr strange it, crossed over with this universe Probably,
1: maybe, if they do that. I mean, also the 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 hand the hand thing that Spidey does um, is that the same thing Doctor Strange does when he casts magic, right? When, when uh, Spider-Man shifts maybe? his webs,
0: and that was the thing. I didn't write it down, but it is weird in these because he's got the organic webbing. It's weird that he has to do the hand pose because the hand pose, at least like in the 90s animated show, like they said, the reason is because he's got like a pressure plate on his palm and so he has to push with just the middle and ring right. fingers to hit the palm but he's, I guess, rigged it in such a way that if he makes a yeah, fist that... or grabs something, it's not going to activate the palm shooter. I never really thought about how that but, worked before. But it's, I mean, in, be in that, it's because it's the mechanical like, ones. I, I know th-
1: Yeah, like, I, I know, like whenever they show web shooters they always like like even in yeah. uh, spider verse they they show it as like a wrist a wristband a little with, plate uh, that you put like on a little arm yep. arm with a plate yeah
0: but the organic one i guess it's just yeah, something about like them i don't, I don't the, know why he, i mean he'd have the organic to do web shooters don't make sense in general but even if they did i guess it's some kind of muscle reflex that like moving the tendons in those fingers is what makes webs shoot out of your wrists
1: yeah but like how how much pressure is like Hmm. built up because I mean he can shoot those things for
0: like and what are those webs made of if they're being generated in his body
1: (laughs) Come.
0: yeah Oh, because that, I mean, like, the organic web shoes. from what I've heard, were originally from a script that James Cameron wrote for a live-action Spider-Man, where there was, like, a scene when he's discovering his powers, he, like, wakes up and finds, like, his, like, you know, he's webbed himself in his bed, like, you know, like having a wet dream, so it, it was supposed to be, like, a <laughs> puberty, you know, come metaphor. And that's that's why they made them organic, but then I guess they just kept that because they figured it would be easier or make more sense than explaining why he made web yeah. shooters.
1: I mean they they really undersell like Peter's science half, um yeah. in the Raimi movies in general. Yeah. Like he, he's not really he's not really like a genius, he's more of just a nerd.
0: Yeah, he is a good student and his teachers all think he has potential, but he wastes it because he's a lazy asshole.
1: Yeah, like the like I think like literally the only time um his science part ever comes out is during Spider-Man 2 when he's talking to uh Octavius about yeah. his fusion reactor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and actually I I finally googled I was wondering the whole um when, when he's talking to Dr. Octopus, or uh, Octavius, before he's, you know, Octopus, about, like, um, that, like, did Marcoli sleep before something, or did, did, such, did, did X-Genius sleep before he invented X-Thing? Um, and then, so, like, uh, does one that sounds like it's a counterpoint, which I was, I always assumed it was, like, he was making a clever counterpoint of, like, a guy who discovered... Um, like the the curves of quickest descent, I think is what he called it, and that I assumed it was like like a dream studies thing, of like, hey, did this guy sleep before he discovered this important sleep study thing, which would be like a clever twist. Um, but I googled it and it it wasn't. It was it was just another example. He was just shi- just like a, a, like a mathematical. Form yeah, he like, was just right? trying to show off by being like, hey, I can you know cite a famous, uh, scientific discovery yeah. too. Like I, I assumed because of the way it was set up and the way they were treating guy. it like, oh that was smart, you one upped me, that it would be like something sleep related.
1: But, no, he was just uh He was just going yeah. along with the thing. To to show up um the soon to be dead yeah. woman.
0: Yeah, to show her I like, hey I can do the smart stuff too. Yeah. But he didn't read T.S. Eliot, so... He's still not that smart.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Peter's such a dick, honestly. Hmm. Like, in in 2 and 3, at least. Like, he... Like, Mary Jane actually should just kind of just leave him um, for Jameson's son. Because he... God, he, fu- he fucks up in ways that ha- have nothing to do with Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: even, like, the final shot of Spider-Man 2 seems to imply, like, it's setting in on her, like, how dumb it is that she left that guy to go with Peter. It's like he's swinging off and she's just staring, yeah. like, fuck, what did I do?
1: By the way, Jameson Jr., um, like the least deserving to have his fiance like um, fall out from under him um, okay. at the last minute cause like he he's only on screen like twice and the, the first one is like oh is that your friend Peter and the second one is is just the him and Mary Jane like just having a moment in their mm. apartment like just he just seems like a genuinely yeah. nice guy and his fiance leaves him at the altar for somebody who was a giant mm. dick to her, like several times. Yeah, and we
0: never get to see his transformation into man wolf or whatever it was that became in the comics. Yeah. Is that is that a thing that happened? Yeah, it was pretty early in the comics that yeah, Jameson's son was an astronaut and also he becomes like a wolf man. I guess because the moon. They have the moon in common. <laughs> that was a very good mm.
1: sentence. He was an astronaut, um, and also <laughs> he became a wolfman.
0: Yeah, it's comics. Um, let's see, I also... Yeah. Was, like watching these movies again, like the fashion looks very two thousands. Like I, I'd forgotten, yeah, a lot of, you know, and say, oh yeah, that's that was the thing, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I was like twelve when the movies were made, so I didn't care about yeah. fashion. But it
0: it stands out more but now. Yeah, that, I, I do know what know, you're saying. a lot of those the like, like, trends have passed.
1: Yeah. Also, the I, I love like how goofy um, the mm. Raimi movies are. Just in general, like they they'll take moments like like near the end of Spider-Man Two when um, he's getting his powers back, and he's like, "I'm back, I'm back," and then and then he falls off the building and lands mm. on a car. It's like my back, yeah. my back. <laughs> like that That's dumb as shit, but it I appreciate
0: mm. it. Yeah, I also worked on the I genuinely cheered up during the uh, the the fire scene. But it's like he didn't have his powers and it's like, oh no, this you know, people are gonna die and then, you know, he like actually just you know runs in anyway and nearly dies saving this kid and then finds out, oh no, someone else died. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean that's
1: that's who Spider
0: Man And also, I mean be. it's it's like a contrast, like that, you know, deliberate contrast to the first movie. They had the big fire scene in that one where you have a Spider Man and he just you know runs in, rescues everyone, and it's yeah. like oh and there's, there's another person. I'm gonna, just gonna go rescue him. Oh, it's the Green Goblin, and now we're having a fight. Um, so then it's it's like it happens again, right, but now then, he doesn't and, have powers and he feels and, like he needs to help, but I mean, only so much you can do.
1: Yeah, like, like, and then it, he, yeah, he he helps, he saves the kid, and then um, he hears that somebody else didn't yeah. make it, and that's that just hits yeah. him right in the guilt, which is which is what Spider Man's all about, yeah, guilt.
0: Yeah, that's why in the current comics, Kindred um, broke his neck because uh, he's accepting the guilt for all of his one more day sins or something like Uh, that
1: they're bringing that up again
0: yeah no the the current comic um the kindred has been revealed to be harry osborne but harry osborne was already alive so people are thinking it's the harry osborne from before one more day whose soul went to hell and then became this like super demon thing it's like Able to bring people like Mysterio and Sin Eater back from hell. Um, but now he. He had Sin Eater go around, like, shooting bad people and absorbing their sins, which I guess he, he could convert that into power to, like, he turned all the other, like. Like Miles and Gwen and all the other, like, spider people into these, like, demon form possessed versions. And so, in order to, like, heal them all, Peter had to, you know, like, tell Kindred to, like, I, I haven't read the issue yet, I've seen, like, pictures of it. it, it's going to arrive whenever, you know, the comic store sends it to me, but, um, he, he makes a deal with Kindred to, you know, save all the other spider people, in exchange for you know punishing him so kindred breaks his neck and i think the next issue is going to be like him in hell with kindred and having to like deal with the fact that he made that deal with mephisto and hasn't had to like have any consequences from it up till now like they're they're finally addressing that and you know making him have to do something about it I mean
1: uh, on one hand I guess it's a good idea that they want consequences from that but on the other um it's weird that they're even bringing it up mm. <laughs> because I don't it's like infamously disliked
0: yeah well I, I think it's it it's just I think it's like an attempt to you know like resolve that like get him to confront what he did get him to you know I don't know, repent or something. Um, try to make amends for that, you know, error that they did all those years ago and haven't apologized for or tried to do anything about since. As a comics company. yeah. Um, but anyway, Spider-Man, Raimi. Yeah.
1: That, the, the horror scene in Spider-Man 2 is just fucking comes out of nowhere Hmm. but it's 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 great
0: yeah it just goes the evil dead
1: oh yeah that that is peak Raimi. like in in spider-man one it almost seemed like he he was like trying to restrain himself probably had to to so they could you know
0: sell people on the idea of spider-man movies
1: yeah Cause like I mean I I, I said it earlier like Spider Man One is kind of just average superhero movie right like mm. it's it's well made but it's not it like doesn't it doesn't like try to reach for anything I, I don't think but then you get Spider Man Two it seems like Raimi actually directed it um, like a Raimi thing mm. like it's like, I, I think some of the... Like, j- just some of the ways, like, he moves the camera in scenes um, is very, very ramy. in that the the Doc Ock, um murdering the surgeons scene is just straight out of Evil Dead. Yeah. Like, that, it, it's... Like, it made me feel bad for a bunch of characters <laughs> that don't actually matter in the long run. Mm. Yeah, I, I I appreciate um Sam Ravy. like as as the type of person who thinks that Evil Dead 2 is like one of the best movies ever made. Hmm Um I I I like that they they did the whole um the whole like uh The camera from the tentacles perspective, Mm. like as it was like beating a doctor's face in. Um, Like, damn, that that shit's brutal. Like, it's more brutal than anything from the MCU, Mm. even. Well, yeah. At least that that I could think of off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it just is not going to allow anything like that.
1: Yeah, like, Unless the only thing that of madness, comes close maybe. is... When
0: they have Sam Raimi, they let him, do, let him do something.
1: Yeah, I mean... Well, you know what? Actually, maybe Doctor Strange dying over and over again in, like, increasingly painful mm. ways. Like, conceptually, I guess, comes close, but...
0: Yeah, I mean... Oh, there was that one scene at the start of Guardians of the Galaxy where Ronan smashes a guy's head in with a hammer and, like, blood streams down into a weird, like, carving on the floor. Oh, yeah, the blade scene. Like, you don't see it happen, but he just, like, flattened (laughs) some guy's head, who was just, like, a a cop, I guess. I don't know. A space cop. Yeah. Yeah, he was like a
1: um I I forget the name of the planet. Xandar The the one. Yeah. <clears throat> he was just from Xandar, I think, yeah. like a prisoner. Yeah. They just decided to kill. Yeah,
0: him. I mean he was wearing I think he was wearing the armor of like, you know, one of their like soldiers, but still we don't know who that guy was or why Ronan murdered him that fucking hard. He didn't even accuse
1: him. He just murdered yeah. him. That's like skipping three steps.
0: Yeah. No, he, Ronan is bad at being an accuser.
1: <laughs> he
0: is because I mean, like change his name to Roman Ronan the Hammer Man. He
1: Ronan the the executioner is maybe closer. I Ronan guess Ronan the God of Hammers. Yeah, Thor is the god of hammers. Oh, well, that position <laughs> is open. Yeah, Beta Ray Bill should be the god hmm. of hammers. Is his a hammer? It um, is,
0: right? I think he had Stormbreaker in the comics,
1: but I don't know what he's gonna. Is, do. is that what? It, that, that's that's why I wasn't yeah. sure because.
0: Uh, I mean, the only thing we've seen of him in the movies is his head is carved into the. Um, like Coliseum Tower on Ragnarok. I guess that means we won't be seeing him again. Um, uh, I mean, maybe in Thor four. I
1: like. I guess maybe if they want to retire Thor, but they're already planning to do that now with um, uh, Lady Thor or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the the mighty Caller.
0: Thor, I think, is what they want to call it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not up to date with the names, to be honest. Yeah, just... in the,
0: in the movie, like every movie, is, you know, delayed until they can figure out a good release window. So. Yeah. Whenever the movie comes out, we can figure it out then. <laughs> We were talking about
1: Spider-Man. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so Spider-Man 3. Um, oh. Let's see. Notes that I haven't already talked about. Um, let's see. Quote. What kind okay. of shit-ass college does Peter go all? to that has bullies? Like, he's he's uh. <laughs> getting bullied in a college class. Like, what college is this? That you know, they're like sitting there with yeah. like mirrors reflecting light into his eyes. Yeah, like, to, like what
1: kind of fucking assholes like are shooting spitballs in yeah. a college room? Yeah, in a college like, science class. Come on.
0: So, guys,
1: you're paying to be like, here. This is okay, not high school. Doctor Connors might only have, yeah. Like Doctor Connors might only have one arm, but he's got two eyes. Like he he can't see that Peter's got a light shining directly. Yeah, in like his that's eyes. you
0: know he's not holding up his hand to answer and the a question. Kid with a mirror yeah. in
1: the first row. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
0: but you were gonna say like, like Peter's fucking 2? jacked. <laughs> yeah. And you. I, you
1: was there you were
0: about to say something when I interrupted to talk about the college bullies oh uh, i i think I think I was gonna say
1: that um i I like that um Doc Ock in the end wasn't actually evil that he he basically like he basically just like came back to his senses. Like it's not it's not that he was evil and then he turned good again. It's just that he came back to his senses just quick enough to uh, um clean up the mess he made.
2: Hmm.
1: I I think it it you know because I'm I'm thinking of stuff like uh, Darth Vader, you know, in uh, Episode six where. Oh, he threw the emperor down the shaft, and now he's a good mm. guy again, right? He, you know, he's he's in Jedi Force Ghost um, mode in the mm. future, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, at the end of Jedi.
1: But, but like he he facilitated the destruction of an entire planet.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. Things that um, Doc og did when he was in evil mode it was mainly robbed a bank nearly murdered aunt may although he also knew that spider-man would rescue her so i guess he dropped her knowing that spider-man would save her. yeah um and then yeah he I did mean, a lot of property damage yeah, and he, threatened
1: a lot of people but yeah he he's got like um a hundred counts of attempted murder yeah. probably i mean he threw like a car um, through a cafe but, window Yeah. Um, (laughs) If he had any alcohol, could that be considered drunk driving? Um,
0: I mean, I think you have to be operating the vehicle for it to be that.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean. I mean, it it could be vehicular manslaughter
0: if you you throw a a car and hit someone. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I do think that fits the definition.
0: Hmm. Um, Let's see. Okay, Spider-Man 3. Yeah, like, it's...
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's bad, but I like it. Hmm.
0: Um, Let's see. Spider-Man 3 Three. next bad. note Eddie and Captain <laughs> Stacy are very calm about how Gwen is about to fall to her death because yeah when um, oh yeah yeah, like, like they, they see like, like a crane swinging out of control it knocks part of a building out Gwen's dangling by the, like a phone cord and Eddie's there with his zoom on. It's like hey that's Gwen It's like oh by the way I'm dating your daughter and like that is the drama there it's like oh this asshole is dating my daughter <laughs> not that she is about to fall to her death <laughs> you know like spider-man wasn't even on the scene yet yeah yeah he's like who are
1: you oh i'm a photographer oh and i'm dating your dog who's about to die by the by the way like i mean i i think that's the point they're trying to get across is Mm. that he's kind of a callous asshole um but also it just seems like they're both um kind Mm. of callous assholes because he he's not like what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, yeah, okay, I guess. Um, yeah, we'll wait for Spider Man. Yeah, Spider-Man wait for Spider
0: Man. And then like, she does fall, and this you know the whole over the top you know like Spider Man has to like catch her from the falling debris and swing away. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, like I guess everyone in this world everything. is just so used to like hugely catastrophic things happening that. Um, you know, a crane ramming into a building is like, oh, that's a bad day Just a regular bad day
1: Yeah, like, remember that time A guy in a Power Ranger suit Um, threw a bomb that turned mm. a bunch of people Into skeletons Yeah, you know, this isn't even as
0: bad as that Yeah, it just, yeah, just conveniently turned That group of people into skeletons And no one else on the balcony And it didn't, you know, damage the property Or anything, it's just like an anti-flesh grenade Yeah <laughs> Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> I mean, I did mention the dumbass kid who just stood there while the thing was about to fall inside. Yeah,
1: but like,
0: it just turns yeah. them into like
1: Scooby Doo ass skeletons. Oh, like, okay,
0: so it, it turns people into CGI. Oh man, yeah.
1: yeah, it turns people into when bad it should have turned
0: people into dinosaurs. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We need to get Sauron be or Sauron in you know, one of these movies. Yeah.
1: That that's the um that's the secret villain of Spider Man yeah. No Place to Call Home.
0: Yeah, no, as they're traveling through the multiverse, Sauron will show up. That's actually Yeah. Well, actually, no, it would be a better fit for uh, Spider-Verse That'd be a great cameo. Because that would just fit in that, like, cartoon reality that they have.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, if they're, like, traveling through um, universes and they... They just happen upon the one where yeah. he wants to turn. People yeah, or into just dinosaurs. like if to like
0: do like, quickly stop a criminal. <laughs> I mean, it, it in is to show someone being heroic. Like, hey, here's this guy he's trying to turn everyone into dinosaurs, which I guess is kind of what the lizard was trying to do in Amazing Spider-Man One. He wanted to turn everyone into lizards.
1: Yeah. Actually, yeah that that is yeah. basically just that idea. Except yeah. said in a yeah, funny that he's way, got, right?
0: You know, his like machine that was made to like I don't know cure disease on a mass scale or something, and he loads it up with the lizard formula so that it can yeah you know, shoot deadly lizard snowflakes onto people and turn them all into lizards. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be like a a mass like yeah. vapor spreader, I guess. Um, that's supposed to be for like disseminating um, or dispersing um, like vaccines. Yeah, and, and there's like there no way a device like that is could like, go wrong. Oh no, it's too dangerous. Somebody yeah. could put something bad in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, like they 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 say that's why it's not like public. Like, oh, somebody could mm-hmm. put something bad in there. Um, yeah. And then it's basically yeah. A weapon why did of we disassemble this thing? Like,
0: <laughs>
1: because Oscorp mm. wants to sell it.
0: Because, yeah, they do have a basement like, full the, the, of uh, the villain animal-based in... uh, power suits, and a power plant <laughs> run by electric <laughs> eels with a like opening big enough for a person to fall into. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it was designed by. A, I mean the eel thing was designed by a guy with like no concept Hmm. of regular humanity so I mean but like yeah Oscorp in the Amazing Universe is really weird like there's no like singular villain of Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 Hmm. it's just Oscorp in general Because like even Norman Osborn is just kind of an asshole that's trying to heal. Yeah, his yeah, we don't see him disease. like
0: being in creative control of anything Oscorp was doing.
1: No, he's just stuck to his and, bed. And yeah, even like you know Harry he's is trying bed. to cure
0: the disease, and then the you know corporate bigwigs walk in on him, and so yeah, though those guys are the ones like the evil masterminds of those things. Yeah.
1: yeah (laughs) I like (laughs) I like I like how um, Electro pulls a pulls a um, pulls a Josuke from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure where um, um, Electro like zaps him and stops his heart but then he Mm. he like starts it up again and then they just kill him later or he runs away I forget Mm. Um, but in, in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure there, there's a there's a part where um, there's like a guy mm. stuck in a hospital bed but he, he's he got like a, a long range attack that he's been harassing um, uh, all the good guys with and uh, the main character Josuke he he can heal people at, but like also punch them very well so he he heals his broken legs, and then breaks them again, <laughs> just because he can. Because <laughs> the, the the bad guy's like, "Oh, come on! You wouldn't, you wouldn't hurt a guy, just laying in his hospital bed, would you?" And he's like, "No." Then he heal, he heals his legs. He's like, "Oh, I can walk again." And then he punches him out a window and breaks
0: his legs. <laughs> Uh, um, let's see, uh, let's okay. see. Spider Man 3. no, yeah. Spider Man 3. Um, let's see. Other notes I had. Um, okay, so, something else I noticed. So, in Spider Man 2, there is a scene where Aunt May is talking to Peter, you know, about, like, I don't know where Spider Man's gone. It'd be nice if he came back. Um, The kind of implies that maybe she knows he's spider-man like i kind of she knows yeah i took it to mean that but if she does know then there's a scene in spider-man 3 where he says you know you know that guy who killed uncle ben spider-man killed him so he's confessing murder to her he's like hey i killed a man tonight and maybe maybe that's why you know she's like you know so awkward about it when uh he's like why aren't you happy It's like because you just admitted, you know, my, you know, adopted son, you <laughs> committed a murder tonight, <laughs> and and I mean, if
1: she, if she didn't know he was Spider Man at that point, mm. like she knows after he tells him that, right? Yeah, a- after he tells her. Yeah, that, it's
0: like, oh, right? you were following Spider Man around the train station and took pictures of him murdering Sandman, or murdering, yeah. you know, uh, Flint Marco.
1: I mean, I, I'll give Aunt May more credit than that.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, she, she just doesn't know how to react.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to turn it's you like, in, oh, but... Spider-Man
1: wouldn't do yeah. that.
0: Um, yeah, let's see, okay, so at that note, I had um, question, why is everyone cheering for Peter fucking up the show at the bar? Because, yeah, like, they're, they're at the bar, Mary Jane is singing, you know, he's just there with Gwen, and then he's, you know, like, Starts like showboating and just screwing up the show, and everyone in the bar is into it. Like, I don't know, did they all think it was like part of the act that the, a yeah. guy in the audience would just get involved and you know throw his jacket at the person I, on stage or? I
1: I think that's the idea, like because he started the, at the at the hmm. piano, so I, I guess they think he's part of the ah, show. okay.
0: Yeah, I forgot the piano. It's thing. like a
1: jazz bar. Yeah. So, I I I think that's the idea. They think he's part of the show. Not that. Not that a guy just he's just you know, being a dick.
0: Got involved and everyone's like, yeah, this is cool. This is what we're here for.
1: Yeah, because I mean, who who would show up to a jazz bar, interrupt one of the singers, and just jump from table to table like an asshole? Yeah.
0: Who would do that? Hmm. But that's all the notes I have on three It's Peter Parker I I have one
1: Um, Is banging a bunch of pipes Like stuck on a On a building floor Louder than being between Two New York subway trains Because that Because only one of those Like annoyed the The symbiote and one of them didn't. And it's not the one that you would think logically... Yeah,
0: would. it's like the whole symbiote hating sonic vibrations thing didn't become a thing until he decided to get rid of it. And suddenly it's its biggest was Yeah. It's like, it's a weakness, but it, it wasn't a thing before that.
1: And, like, it... it would have made so much sense if... like, he was just weakened for like a split second when the trains passed and then beat the shit out of hmm. Sandman. Y- yeah. So he would know like when when he's trying to rip it off that like, oh, this thing hates loud noises.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that would have made more sense.
1: Like if he saw it like... But no, like he just... He just... Hmm. He just happens to to go to a church with a, with a bell... When he's trying to rip yeah. it off, and it happens to be the one that Eddie Brock is at, praying <laughs> for God to kill yeah. Peter Parker.
0: Yep, yeah. and then uh, uh, the it's... you know light is tastefully not showing us Peter's bits when he's laying there naked in the bell tower. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he had to swing home naked. Do you know
0: that? Yeah, yeah. No, there are. There's no clothes <laughs> up in that bell tower. <laughs> Yeah, where is that deleted scene? Give us the rainy cut. Hashtag release the rainy cut. He's swinging from (laughs) his dick with his third web shooter. He's shooting what?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Or he he's he's got one like in his tank that he he just. (laughs)
0: oh man um so amazing spider-man 1 yeah what
1: um i don't know i feel like there's more to talk about spider-man 3 okay but i I don't know what Mm. like specifically like i i genuinely like the sandman story Mm. um like aside aside from the part that's like yeah, the, oh, the Uncle he, Ben retcon. He actually killed Uncle Ben. Yeah, that that's kind of weird to throw in when there's already so much going on. Uh. Like it like, I, I guess they wanted a way to tie it to Peter's personal life, like every other villain is tied to Peter's personal and life. And
0: probably the whole,
1: like, black but suit,
0: they, you know, revenge, anger thing. Give him a reason to be angry about Sandman.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, the the whole theme is, like, trying to get Peter to forgive himself, mm. um, as Aunt May said. And... I, I think the idea is that, like, by telling Sandman he forgives him for killing Uncle Ben, he's forgiving himself for failing to save mm. Uncle Ben. I think that's what they're going for. Probably. But it's not really done that well. <laughs> <laughs> because the movie's gone from. Yeah, we haven't even talked about Harry Potter. way Oswald. too much going on.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. Did he, uh. We- becomes the new goblin as like a you know extreme sports snowboarder guy and then clunks his head (laughs) and gets amnesia for most of the movie and then gets his memory back and gets his face blown off and then he's peter's best friend again because uh james
1: franco is is not good he does not act very well I mean, he's he's hamming it up he's
0: being very campy if that was what they were going for
1: Well, I I think he's alright in Spider-Man 3 because he's kind of like I don't give a shit I'm just gonna Mm. go with it but like in Spider-Man 1 and 2 like his line deliveries just don't seem that Mm. good to me I don't know Like, he seems, like, flat. I don't know. Yeah. He's like, he's my father. I'd be lucky to be half the man he is. Mm. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I guess, you know, he just got handed some bad dialogue.
1: Yeah, like, it just doesn't seem like he's into it. Give me a second. All right, sorry (laughs) about that. Um...
0: Uh, is there any more about James Franco and the Rainy ones? What else even is there? before we move on to? No, I mean I think Mark I'm, Webbs Amazing Spider Man.
1: Yeah, I guess we should move on to Amazing Spider Man. Hmm. Um, is it my first?
0: I don't know Two notes much... are that I forgot the Lizard was in this movie, even <laughs> like, though he's the I... main villain. Um, and also the I like the music.
1: Oh yeah, the the music. Is very good, actually. Yeah.
0: Like, I like the music a lot in Amazing 1, and I forgot that they completely changed the composer and the theme and everything in 2, and I didn't think it worked as well in 2. Like, it it was passable, but... I mean, in 2, like, they try to do the Superman thing of having, like, notes in the theme song that sound like Spider-Man, but... It just it like it doesn't work as well, you know. It's like the da 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 Superman, but with the Spider Man one, it like it ends on a down note. Yeah, so, it just sounds kind of yeah.
1: Like I honestly, I I noticed the music in um Amazing One, and I really liked it, but I didn't really notice it much until except when
0: Electro's voices are talking to him.
1: Yeah, I. I don't know if that's stupid or cool, Mm. to be honest. (laughs) I
0: I mean, he also plays
1: Itsy Bitsy Spider on a giant electro generator. Is that what it was? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: the thing where where Spider-Man's like, I hate this song, he's like, Itsy (laughs) Bitsy Spider.
1: Okay. (laughs) I I knew it had to be something recognizable, but I I didn't feel like going back to listen to it, Um, so I kind of missed that.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. because Amazing 2, like, I, I, I told you my short thoughts on it are that it's, like the villain side of the movie is a Schumacher Batman movie, it is ridiculously campy, Yeah. and then there's another movie in there that is like dramatic, you know, all about like Peter dealing with like his absent parents, and um, Gwen stays, you know, his girlfriend is leaving to go travel the world and he doesn't want her to leave. Um so there's just yeah, like a like lot the, of you know relationship drama that is like very dramatic but also there's these campy ass supervillains.
1: Yeah, like all all the parts that don't have to do with the Spider-Man are really good actually. Like the mm. the part that's just Peter Parker dealing with his issues. Um Yeah.
0: Like, like the scene of where Aunt May confronts him is, like, you know, you're chasing after your, like, father who didn't even raise you. It's like, I was there for you. I care about you. I'm working overtime to provide for you and I just, you know, like, I felt bad for her. Yeah, Yeah. you know, Andrew Garfield Peter is a dick. He just is. Well, that's,
1: that's what I like about Amazing One, is that like, it's kind of what um, I thought Man of Steel should have been, where hmm. it's like, oh, he's he's kind of a young guy, and he doesn't know what he should be yet, but he grows hmm. into it, right?
2: Yeah.
1: And, and like, even in Amazing 2, he's still kind of a dick, but he's not... Like, he's grown out of most of, like, the, the childish bullshit that he pulled in um, 1. Yeah. And that that's kind of what I wanted yeah. Man of Steel to be with Superman, just like oh, how do I control all this massive power? Oh, I know, I'll be a symbol of hope or whatever. Hmm. But it never really gets there.
0: Yeah. And also I had a note in one and I got you know it applies to two too, that like Aunt May Uncle Ben, I think it's probably like age wise the best version that these movies have had. That it's like Aunt May like she's not, you know, a yeah. like grandmother age, like you know classic aunt may, but she's also not like young and hot like in the m c u yeah it's uh it's they, like they, a realistic like middle aged woman and middle aged yeah, middle-aged yeah man. they
1: they seem like they're in like around their fifties or maybe even early sixties with um yeah. a surrogate child who is like nearing adulthood, which makes sense like it yeah especially if Peter's dad is their younger sibling. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't even yeah. know which one he's supposed to be related to.
0: Uh, I, I think it's Ben and uh, Peter's dad are brothers.
1: I thought so, but I don't, I don't know if they ever actually go too far into that.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe in the first one they do, but. Um,
0: yeah, it might have been mentioned in passing. Like, I know they had his briefcase, like the dad's briefcase specifically.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like it. it it's really mostly his dad, right? Like it, his mom doesn't really do anything. Yeah, she's kind of just along no, for the was, ride.
0: She was there for the action scene at the start of two on the plane where they have like a James Bond shootout and. Um, yeah. you know, shoot out the window so the guy can get sucked out while they try to upload the thing to the thing in their Sony Vio yeah. laptop, which you need to know is a Sony Vio laptop because they show you the Vio symbol <laughs> while they're fighting over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually did notice that. Um
1: Yeah, I I I don't I don't think the the, the Peters parents thing is that bad in amazing Spider Man. Just because like yeah. they they go with it from the start, not like um, like I, I think in the comics where they kind of just bring it up out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like in the first one, like it's it's part of the mystery to hook him into Oscorp, to be like, yeah. oh, your dad worked there, and then something happened to him, and now he's gone, and uh, you know, like what's that about? And then they just leave it as a dangling mystery, and then had to. Make up some bullshit that didn't make any sense in the uh, second one.
1: Yeah, like, oh, why? Why would he just leave for no reason? Um, mm. Does nobody know anything? God damn.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, I remember. You know, like, I don't know. I think for me watching him this time, I didn't think as highly of one or two as you know. I, I mean, like one, I used to think more highly of than I did this time, but. Like I remember, you know, the way I thought about it when I first saw it was that one had a lot of potential and then two it was clear that they didn't. It was like the Star Wars sequels. Like they the first one sets up like a lot of things that's like, hey, they could go somewhere interesting with this. And the, then the next one's like, "Oh, they didn't know what they were doing." And so now they're, now they're just making up some bullshit.
1: Yeah. Like I I mean, I it it seems like it didn't really need to be a Spider-Man movie, <laughs> like it could have just been a mm-hmm. movie about, you know, like a a teenager trying to grow up. Um, yeah. But also, they added Spider-Man bullshit all around it. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, and like, like, and they finally brought the lizard in after rebooting, so that the Dr. Connors guy couldn't play him. And he looks like shit. I don't. Yeah. I I hate the way the lizard looks.
1: <laughs> the movie Uh, because he Mm. he has like a he has like a stub nose and it I don't know it just looks bad he he looks like he has a penis face
0: um Mm. I don't know yeah I was also reminded that this was the first movie where um they didn't want to say "with great power comes great responsibility," so they started making <laughs> up other. Like they they looked through their thesaurus to find a way to say it without saying it.
1: You have a moral obligation to do the right thing.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and and then we and then we get to so homecoming. You are capable of or... doing the
0: thing you must do that. Yeah. No, then yeah. Then yeah. Get and to... the homecoming is just like when the bad things yeah. happen, and yeah. it's your fault.
1: They, they're just finding. It's like that overly verbose meme where they just take a statement mm. and they they write it out, and like yeah. in, increasingly long and um, w- with like obtuse language.
0: Mm. Yeah, or, and then Spider Verse just makes fun of it with the uh, yeah. like, you know, with great responsibility comes great accountability. He like, That's not even how it goes, Dad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i fucking love spider-verse and and then miles tries to use it on peter b and he's like don't don't you fucking say that i heard enough of it
0: but even like at the start in like the prologue bit you know they show like uncle ben and then like the you know dramatic with great power is you know like you see like spider-man walking into like the light so, like, they yeah. they reference it enough that it's like we know that you know it, but we're not trying to hide from it, like, right? Amazing Spider-Man and Homecoming we're doing, yeah. Or I guess it was Civil War that, uh, yeah, it it, had it was Civil had War. I was racing. gonna
1: correct myself, but we we were we were on a roll at that point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh. You know. I. Okay, on another note. Um I don't know
1: I, I don't I don't know like Amazing Spider-Man is just kind of like B-tier Spider-Man for me. I don't know. Like mm. I I I liked it more than I did the first time I watched it because I was kind of because I I wasn't like I don't know. Like, like, I watching didn't have knowing that this is it. the
0: future of Spider-Man that they're all gonna be like this.
1: Yeah, like it, it's just these two movies. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, you're the, watching no a weird experiment that it. they
0: did before realizing it wasn't working.
1: Yeah. Cause like I mean the 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 Gwen and Peter stuff, especially in um Amazing Two, was actually really good hmm. like they they play off each other ridiculously well
0: um, yeah I thought like Gwen did better you know as like like act like I, I get that what Andrew Garfield's going for is that he's like so awkward that he doesn't know how to express himself um, but yeah. that's I mean it, it makes it so it seems like Gwen has to do a lot of like carrying the like acting cuz the way you yeah. know, Peter's acting is just like nervous and awkward and he doesn't know how to answer and he doesn't know what to say and he just doesn't say much Yeah,
1: she she has to be honest for both of them. Yeah. <laughs> basically. And he he like occasionally just impulsively does romantic things because he can't say them.
0: Yeah, no, I mean in, in those these two movies he's less nerd and more emo-ish i guess um not sure if that's the word but like like, because he's like he's got a skateboard he's he's got like fashion and stuff it seems like people like him generally but he just doesn't know how to talk to people he doesn't know how to act around anyone
1: yeah like he he's just more of a loner um yeah instead of like in, instead of like falling into like a, a an eighties movie stereotype like yeah Toby like Toby's kind of did he's just yeah. more of like the the too cool for school <laughs> kinda yeah
0: guy. just kind of angsty
1: I mean yeah. really
0: every like one of my notes is that like everyone in the, or at least most of the characters in the movie are weirdly aggressive. You know, like he goes to a convenience store and it's like, oh, you can't buy your milk. What? Your mommy didn't give you milk money. Get out of here, kid. And it's like, dude, like, yeah, what? What's with the attitude? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think that's supposed to be the New York coming out.
0: Yeah, I mean, and yeah, and that was another. Um, you know, there is like, you know, of all the Spider Men, Andrew Garfield has the most New York accent, and the people in this yeah. world have the most. Like, this feels like New York City more than it does in any of the other movies
1: yeah definitely like it like the the raimi movies because honestly take place in any city for the most part
0: yeah i mean parts like, of it had to be filmed in chicago because there isn't an above ground train in new york yeah <laughs> and like
1: the the funniest part to me is when like they're they're obviously on a set mm. Like like when um I, I think when the balcony's falling over in um Spider Man mm. one and like they, they do a close up and it's like obviously a set. Yeah. Um but But the, yeah, like that that's that d I, I don't know. Yeah, like like um, in
0: Amazing Spider Man, the New York that we see, like it's grungy, it's like everyone's kind of hostile all the time. Like, he goes on the train, and people are just, like, pissed at him. Um, and, yeah. I mean, even, like, Flash is a bully, you know, like, he's seems more like this guy could actually hurt someone. Um, but also still yeah. seems, like, more human in some way. You know, that it's like he does feel bad about, like, Uncle Ben dying, and he feels bad about what a dick he was, you know, yeah. after that happened.
1: That might actually be my favorite part of uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1, mm. at, at least. Where, like, Flash comes up to apologize and Peter's about ready to take his head off.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, Peter's punching him and he's like, yeah, see, this is how I feel too. I I get you. It's like, I attack, I lash out at people because it's like... Like, that anger is how he copes with, you know, life problems. Yeah. Yeah, like that.
1: They try to show like humanity in everybody. I think is what where they're going with it. Yeah. Like, like everybody's everybody's just trying to do their thing. Yeah. Um. And some people end up being assholes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. And some people end up turning themselves into giant lizards.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then you get to the second one where it's just you know every evil person is like cartoonishly you know you've got um like maxwell dylan you know spider-man said something nice to him once and now he thinks oh you're my best friend and then he's like oh you don't remember my name you're not my best friend um and then there's that that it's like that that doctor like he was Electron- my, like one of those you know double exclamation point things in this was the doctor who is torturing electro like what the fuck is going on with that guy <laughs> It's just like this mad German doctor shows up to like torture Electro, <laughs> and it's like I'm going to zap him it's... really hard. Oh, he's made of electricity. It... Like, and they're just like cutting like back and forth. Has, like, like no of the doctor. And, yeah,
1: shit like that really has no part in that movie.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, you like, could cut Electra from the movie entirely, and the plot would still make as much sense. Yeah. It it would
1: probably be better if it was just, um, like, even just Harry. Yeah. Or...
0: Yeah, yeah, because they're, they're trying to build up to the death of Gwen Stacy, which is when, you know, the cartoony side, you know, and, the, like, the dramatic side, like, those, those two two movies they were making just kind of smashed together so Gwen has a very tragic death inside of a giant clock tower with giant gears that are like ticking down to show that she's gonna die yeah it's like subtlety absolutely no subtlety
1: see like she had no reason to to die in this movie either Mm. like other than they wanted to recreate it
0: yeah that she's famous for dying
1: because in, in in the comics, she was, like, irrelevant at that point, right? Like, they kind of just wanted to make something out of her character at that point, right?
0: Um, I mean, I think it was it was because, like, they'd been building up the whole Green Goblin, like, knowing who Spider-Man is and, um, like, the drama of that, and they wanted it to really hit home, so they're like, okay, now he's gonna kill his girlfriend. And, um, I mean, yeah, because, like, i think before that gwen had like left and gone to europe and then she came back and then then the goblin murders her and like it was supposed to be shocking that you know like someone so important would be killed and like that's what really solidified green goblin as like peter's arch nemesis
1: yeah, and then in this movie, he kind of just
0: like they just introduced a green goblin in this movie, and then they're like, and now he's going to oh, he knows who Peter is. Oh, and now he's going to kill Gwen, and we just like yeah. steamrolled right into oh. that uh, that plot point.
1: And now he's knocked out just in time for Peter to barely not save her.
0: Yeah, inside the giant cartoony clock tower with falling gears. Yeah.
1: It's like the ending of
0: Great Mouse Detective.
1: I I really don't like that they killed her there. Like hmm. they they might have they might have been able to justify it better if they got to a third movie. Yeah. But I don't really see why she had to die then.
0: Yeah. Well yeah 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 cuz they didn't I mean, really set up Green Goblin very well. Like like her death is supposed no. to be like Green Goblin's like lashing out at Peter. And it's like it was. Yeah. They had just introduced Harry. He's got some bullshit disease and needs Peter's blood. And Peter, for whatever reason, is like, no, that's not. I can't do that. Why would I do that? Um, which. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah, like, he, he didn't
1: know at that point that the, the whole reason he turned into Spider Man and didn't die was because his dad jacked off into the spider pit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean and and that's a thing like i don't remember if i had played the video game of amazing spider-man before i saw 2 or if it was after but the video game of amazing spider-man 1 is a better sequel than amazing spider-man 2 because it like follows up on a lot of the concepts that one was you know kind of dabbled in of like cross-species genetics like they do like they introduced i think like rhino and some of the uh, like a different version of rhino like one who's actually like half rhino (laughs) um like a bunch of like animal themed villains but they're all like half human half animal because of the whole like spider-man and lizard you know we had this thing where it's like oscorp is blending human and animal dna and like what would happen if they kept going with that and so the video game kind of follows up on that and i think that you know kind of lends more credibility to peter feeling like like oh my uh radioactive spider blood is dangerous because i've seen you know all these other like monsters and stuff that have come out of this kind of genetic tampering and i think i want to say the amazing spider-man 2 game even like made that connection because they did adapt the movie you know a little bit but they also had like other stuff in there and i think yeah they they, like applied that to the whole Harry story to say like you know this is his reason for not wanting to give his blood to Harry. Yeah, because I mean, he thinks that, it's going to turn him into sense. like a so, like, spider person or something.
1: Yeah, because like th- there's there's kind of a justification in that like he doesn't want him to turn into the lizard, mm. which I which he I mean, doesn't. I think his reason in the movie say... was
0: just that he's like. Well, you haven't had time to test it properly, and
1: it, it it's it's like the the way it's handled in general is just kind of a bet. 'Cause because like Harry, Harry should have like thirty years to live, hmm. <laughs> because it because like Norman says, oh, my disease started about your yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, and you can see how old Norman is. Harry's
0: like. Yeah, he's got plenty of time to yeah. you know figure something out. So I mean, it doesn't have to be you know this week. He's got at least,
1: yeah, he's got at least like a couple decades, right? I mm. mean, come on. Like, uh, and then he 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 just injects himself with radioactive mutant spider venom, which I don't know why that turns him into Green Goblin. Mm. Um. Because, like, they, it doesn't really seem to be spider-like yeah, at was all.
0: It spi- I know it was something he found in the big vault of weird projects and stuff where Norman's frozen head is kept. Right next to Walt Disney's. Yeah, Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that was in the, it wasn't in the movie, it was yeah. in the deleted scenes, but yeah, there was supposed to be Norman's frozen head down in that vault. <laughs>
1: setting up for who knows Um, what put him on a robot spider
0: and and yeah the 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 mysterious man Um, who showed up in the credits of spider-man one to say something mysterious and then they reveal oh he's gustav fierce a guy from a book series that nobody read i mean i read one of them because i found it at the library and saying hey a spider-man book but i completely forgot that guy was even a, a guy
1: that that setup for the Sinister Six is without a doubt like the worst handled like expanded universe Mm. thing ever.
0: It completely misses the point of the Sinister Six. (laughs) Yeah. It's
1: like (laughs) like oh we'll we'll arrest the guy who will turn into the rhino at the start of the movie in like a really weird over the top car chase which doesn't really fit into the world and then at the end of the movie we'll
0: give him a machine gun suit um, so he can go shoot at people in the streets yeah, it, yeah and then question mark question mark god, question mark like profit
1: profit <laughs> 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 oh my god it it's just handled so fucking badly I can't. I completely forgot like how tacto in the last mm. fifteen minutes are. Where he's like, "Oh, Gwen died. I can't be Spider-Man anymore. Mm. I'm not into it."
0: And then he has to go to the graveyard. And then, so he then can the Rhino comes, and he's like, scene. "Okay, I'm over it." Yeah.
1: Oh, I I didn't watch any deleted. Yeah, I,
0: I didn't. I just I remember them. Like there there's a deleted scene where his dad shows up still alive in the graveyard as he's going to mourn Gwen.
1: Oh my god, that sounds... (laughs) That sounds stupid as shit, to be honest.
0: Yeah, no, the first note I had on this movie is where was the super spy parent's plot going, question mark, question mark. And I I still don't know. They had some information on Oscorp, I guess, that they had to upload... Well, in an airplane before they had a gunfight and you know, dramatically had to keep plugging the laptop back in so they could upload the rest of the data. To do something, I guess. I don't know what the data and did he, or what the data was.
1: He he uploaded it to a secret train car in the New York subway that okay. nobody else knew existed. And that was the last, that was the last thing yeah. he did with his
0: life so he just buried the data yeah. somewhere and they tried to kill him while he was burying it. And yeah, then he like somehow the, survived. The fact that rain Peter rain came rain across
1: crash. it when he did yeah. It, I don't even they want to found think the about last that and jumped out yeah Like his parents are dead. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> he took his wife's body out to... At the front seat, and used it to break his fall.
0: <laughs> They're you know careening toward a mountain, and he just surfed sort of down the mountain on his wife's body. <laughs> 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 because he secretly oh also has special powers, and that's how he passed them on to Peter. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, his spider powers have nothing to do with being bitten. He yeah. just got them at puberty.
0: Yeah, because he's a mutant. This is the X-Men universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: he is an actual mutant now. So the so the Sentinels have a reason to go after
0: him now. Yeah, let's see. Other notes that I had that we haven't talked about. Um, so Spider-Man sure murdered Electro pretty hard. I don't know how he's going to come back in Oh, know, yeah. if it is supposed to be the same Electro showing up as a multiverse thing in the next Spider-Man. I don't know how that's supposed to happen cuz he's pretty dead. Unless I he, I hope it as, wouldn't, you know, be living electricity is able to guy. just you know, like Sandman put himself back together. I, I mean,
1: that that's basically what they showed he could do, right? Like he can like dissolve himself and turn yeah, into Yeah, he, he can jump and, like, into just the floor reappear and be elsewhere.
0: Travel around. Yeah. So I guess he wasn't murdered. So, he can't be murdered. But I he mean, didn't have you know. Like usually, Spider like the I villains mean, he, kill he themselves. Was, he was usually he murdered. tries to save them. But he didn't try to save Electro at all. He just he, 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 no, yeah he didn't, just you know, had it up, up to here with that you know nerd who was just chasing him around and trying to be his best friend.
1: Yeah, like the, like the yeah. most sympathetic villain in every in any Spider-Man movie, and he gets the worst yeah. death, like just blown up, yeah, from the inside.
0: Yep. Yeah. My only other note is my headcanon that after the well, last I mean, shot I guess of the movie, Spider-Man I- just died because he was like swinging a like Rhino is there with his machine guns and stuff and like firing missiles and Spider-Man just like swinging a manhole cover at him and then it cuts to black. So, for all we know Spider-Man died there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> why got killed that's by the Rhino movie. the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: he just gets impaled. He, he he gets impaled, then Jorge goes to save him and Rhino just stomps him. And uh, Electro comes back and eats all the mm. electricity on the planet. Okay, and then and Electro
0: finds his way into the multiverse and now he's coming for the MCU.
1: Yeah, he he's absorbed the electric pulse from yeah. every nerve in every human's body. Um, So now he has cosmic power and he's using it to traverse... Um, universes to be in the MCU yeah he did it mm. that's the plot of infamous oh my god yep and that's literally the
0: plot we're also plot up to about infamous. two hours So. We electric powers and everything about two hours on Spider-Man
1: yeah that's about right Into the mm. Spider-Verse is the best movie ever made
0: <laughs> no exaggeration you, you don't need to hear us blab about that one you can just go watch it
1: the the only the only flaw in that movie is that um Miles's dad comes around on Spider-Man really mm. quick in the final fight cuz like the only time the, the two times we see him before that is like oh Spider-Man just killed this mm. guy who who happens to be my brother um a- APB out on a new Spider-Man. And then, yeah, he sees him fighting then,
0: Kingpin in the middle of. Then we see him have this talk with Miles, thingy. and he's like, "Yeah, come on, Spider-Man, you can defeat him and yeah. close the big explosion thingy."
1: Yeah, but like he he should have no fucking clue what's going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, he
0: just sees Spider-Man fighting a big guy in the middle of just stuff flying everywhere. Like he knows the stuff flying everywhere is bad, but he, you know. I mean, for all he knew, it could have been you know all oh, the big guys are going to stop Spider-Man yeah, from blowing like, up the multiverse. Yeah, and I, I
1: mean, like he knows who the big guy is. It's his building. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So
0: um, I guess yeah, he knows. King so King. I mean,
1: I guess, I guess he could. I don't know if it's established that, that
0: he knows that Kingpin like, is a crime boss. Like, is that? Yeah, like, I don't think. I guess it could be. The public and everyone this one in does know just kind of suspects. But Wilson Fisk is up to no good, Cause, but they can't do anything about it because he's too rich. Because
1: I, I mean, because I mean, he's holding a memorial service for Spider-Man, and nobody, including Mary Jane, seems to mind. Hmm. Um, yeah, which is kind of yeah. Weird. Yeah. So
0: I guess they don't know.
1: Because like, like Mary Jane should know. Hmm. Like, why is she there?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like it, it wasn't clear. Like, did did she know he was Spider-Man before he died?
1: They been they were married.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: she had to know. Okay, yeah. Like it, if Aunt May knows, then she knew. Oh, she yeah, yeah. To. He had
0: the whole lab and everything, so. Yeah, so how would she not know that yeah. Kingpin is Kingpin? Yeah. Okay. The movie
1: has two flaws.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> well, and the third flaw that Mysterio is two in. flaws are that. <laughs> well, they're they're saving him for the sequel, uh, right? Maybe I don't
0: know. There's a lot of villains. I mean, they, we still need to have Sauron I, I'm... and these dinosaurs. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, uh, we. How many new uh, villains does Spider-Man 2099
0: have? Uh, mostly twenty ninety nine versions of classic ones.
1: Okay, because I mean, but we
0: haven't seen a Mysterio twenty ninety nine, so that would be cool.
1: That that actually would be cool. I mean, it'd probably just be like, I don't know. It seems like his illusion tech would make sense
0: for him to have it because it's yeah.
1: Isn't it weird how twenty ninety nine. Um, is like the futuristic Spider-Man, but Penny Parker is mm. from like thirty-one forty-five or whatever.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's even more futuristic.
1: Yeah, it's like by a margin of like fifteen times more yeah. futuristic.
0: Yeah, yeah, like a thousand over a thousand years farther in the future.
1: Yeah. Would a giant robot psychic spider um, even be impressive at that point? Who knows?
0: Mm, yeah, we got to see the rest of that world to find out.
1: But I'm I'm glad that the whole population is apparently anime schoolgirls. <laughs> That's mm. my headcanon.
0: Well, I mean, we know she has a dad because her dad made the robot.
1: <laughs> her dad looks like Sailor Moon. Hmm. Um, oh, on that note, um, at the end of the movie, when Miles is like, "Well, at least I know I'm not alone," and they they cut to like little scenes of uh, all the spider people that went back to their universe. Mm. When they when they show Penny, she's like working on something, and the the spider is like pulling a screwdriver <laughs> towards her, and I thought it was really cute. Mm. That's all I have to say. <laughs>
0: So are we ready to wrap up for this week.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, um, how are we gonna outro this? Are we gonna sing um, "Hero" by Nickelback guy?
0: Mm. Nah, that or "Vindicated" or any of the other. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. I was gonna mention yeah that all. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure it's because Sony is also a record company. There's probably a push from them to include, you know, major pop songs in, like, all these movies, even Spider-Verse. I mean, Spider-Verse, you know, makes them work, especially within the universe, that it's, like, it's Miles listening to his music, but um, there's still, like, you know, you gotta have, like, you know, a big pop song either in the credits or in in the amazing movies they started having, like, in the movie itself. Or, I guess, no, I think that even the Raimi ones, I think, had, did they have...
1: Yeah, they had, like, Macy Gray in the first one. Um, mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I guess it, like they've always had that, but... Uh, I think the amazing, it was either one or two, is when, like, they have him, like, I don't know, put on his Walkman or his, turn on his radio or something, and then there's, you know, a, like, yeah. current pop song playing.
1: And I know they had, like, OK Go playing at some point. Hmm. I did notice that but I don't I don't remember what song it was but I mean that <laughs> I don't know why I remember that hmm. I don't even I like OK Go's videos but other than that like their music doesn't really stick out to me hmm. but
0: but yeah so anyway, yeah they had they had Vindicated and um something something hero um um
1: Anyway, yeah, do we want to rank the down. Spider-Man movies? Because... Um...
0: Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know. Um, are, are we there's just doing a, these, like what? these five? You know, leaving out Spider-Verse, because um, that's obviously the top one. And... Yeah. Are we including Homecoming and Far From Home?
1: We probably should. Okay. I mean, just because we talked about them doesn't mean they're not Spider-Man movies. Even though they're not Spider-Man
0: movies. Hmm. No, they're Iron Man movies featuring Spider Man. Basically, but yeah i
1: I would go Spider Man Two, Spider Man One, um, then Homecoming, then probably Amazing One, then Spider Man Three, then Far From Home, then Amazing Two. <laughs>
2: hmm.
1: Yeah, I like I like Spider Man Three more than from home
0: <laughs> yeah i mean my mysterio bias pushes far from home up a little bit but i think otherwise my ranking would be similar i like, gotta have to think about it. anyway two obviously in the top probably between homecoming and spider-man one for after that um and then yeah. between far from home and amazing for after that and then three and then amazing two I
1: think yeah we're we're like two movies transposed and we're all like on the money yeah pretty much
0: yeah and that's probably like the popular opinion to have I'm not not sure on all rankings like I know like the Star like, uh, Wars I think, movies I have the unpopular opinion that Return of the Jedi is the best one and Empire Strikes Back is overrated but
1: I. That's how I felt when I was younger. Like, when I just really liked the, the Jabba's Palace scenes. Mm. Be- because I mean, like, in, they're, like, the, the most like, as, action action movie
0: Yeah, I mean, scenes. I think when I was younger, and, I liked Return of the Jedi. And then, like, in college, I pretended the Empire is my favorite for a while. But then I went I'm like, no, I still like Return of the Jedi better. It was just visually more interesting.
1: I, I like the... I, I like the, the very beginning and very end of Return mm. of the Jedi, but I, I, I think Empire is probably the most consistent I mean, throughout. I think
0: Empire is better as, like, a Han and Leia like, movie. Like, there's more for them as characters going on, and they don't really do much of anything in Jedi, but...
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm just gonna say you're wrong, and you'll never be... Yeah. <laughs> No, I I don't I don't even have strong opinions about Star Wars anymore. It they're, that yeah. that's out of my system. It's like it's like Kingdom Hearts. I'm just done with it.
0: I mean, at at this point, Mandalorian is the only thing left worth caring about for Star Wars.
1: Yeah, because I I mean, well, I do still have to finish Clone Wars at some point. Mm. But Yeah, other than that, but, there's not really I mean, like the
0: final season of Clone Wars is good, but it's unnecessary because Rebels had already resolved a lot of the stuff. Like, hey, what happened to Ahsoka? Oh, we see her in the future. It's like, What happened to Rex? We see him in the future. What happened to Maul? We see him in the future. Like, it was already resolved, but they went back and they had to, you know, do the thing where it's like, what were they doing during episode 3? And have like a parallel movie going on.
1: So... So, Jade, are you saying that prequels are inherently uninteresting and shouldn't have been made in the first place?
0: Um, I think it...
1: Because that's what I feel.
0: Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I mean, this this is... I don't even know if this is like a prequel or more like an interquel. It's like like they'd written one thing and then they wrote the thing after and now they're writing the thing that's in between.
1: Yeah, I, I know. Because it, it, it's like they're all... They're basically all happening concurrently, but just on a different parts in the timeline. Yeah. Like, it, it's weird, I know. Like, I
0: think prequels can only really be good if it's focused on a character who was not either the focus or even, like, especially involved. You know, if you want to find out, like, what was the story of that person who was dead before this, you know, the, the original even happened? I mean, it's like they are doomed to failure, but yeah. their story could still be interesting. Yeah or even if they're not doomed to fail we yeah. kind of know how it's going to resolve but we don't know how or what they were like or anything but if you see their journey in the present their journey in the past is it was already kind of implied like you don't need to go back and see it
1: yeah like it I I, I don't I don't think that prequels are always a bad idea, but I think prequels in the vein of what Star Wars did um, is a bad idea. Yeah, I guess because like they're like they're just
0: Movies set in the past. They're
1: explaining. Hmm. They're 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 explaining things that could have just been inferred by the by the later movies. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I guess you,
1: you know, like they they they're saying things that didn't need to be said.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess what more I was less. saying would be more like. Um, that, yeah, uh, prequels are pointless. Movie set in the past of the timeline is not necessarily bad, but a movie that is a prequel in the sense that it is meant to show how things built up into the current thing, you know. That is, it's not, it's not just it's chronologically in the past. Like that can be good, you know. Like Knights of the Old Republic. It, it, Knights of the Old yeah. Republic, I guess, is technically a prequel because it's four thousand years in the past, but. It does not build up to anything in the present. It, that's not the point of it. Um, but a prequel, the word prequel I, does imply that it is meant to build up to the thing in the present. And yeah, that's, it's pointless. I, I guess.
1: I guess maybe like a, a story-based prequel is a bad idea, whereas like a character or world-based prequel is. Has a lot, more yeah. it's the
0: prequel, it, it's a prequel just because it is chronologically set in the past. It, it can still work, but, um, but yeah, no, you don't need to explain things that were already implied or inferred from the original.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> what what a fun way to end a Spider-Man. <laughs>
0: yep. No, this 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 episode is a Spider-Man sandwich with bread made of star wars so we had baby yoda at the start (laughs) and now we've got um prequel pointlessness at the end Uh, uh,
1: yeah i'm just imagining like a big spider-man head like surrounded on the top and bottom by millennium falcons Mm
0: yeah i guess i could either photoshop that or like take a death star split it in half and then stuff a bunch of spider-man in the middle and now it's like a sandwich <laughs> yeah
1: i i like that mm. idea too i i wish we could do that with a pizza mm. because that that would be um relevant mm. but yeah the the that star thing would be a lot easier
0: yeah. Yeah, it's already got a line down the middle They're just Um, cut there
1: Yeah Uh, How are we ending this? Um, Because it's been
0: kind of weird A dick, baby Yoda is (laughs) (laughs) I reversed it From from what we said Mm. Mm. Yes A dick, baby Yoda is Very much so (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, not I nice you to be are. touching him. I, I'm, I killed a lot of babies too, and it's fine. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do.
1: That's the worst way to end a podcast. <laughs>